Mesechus Brachas, Per Gimel Mishnah Dalad, 3-4. The Mishnah continues on with more people who are, um, to some degree, exempt from St. Kriyashma. This is a little different. This Mishnah is talking about the Balkari. The Balkari is someone who's had a seminal emission. And the Gemara Brach, excuse me, the Gemara in Babakama, uh, Pei Base, says that uh, Ezra, a sofer, when he came back from Bavel to Eretz Yisrael, was Mesach in 10 different Tekanos, um, the most famous which is this one is known as Takanas Ezra, Ezra's Takana, Ezra's decree, uh, which is that someone who's a Balkari, that is someone who's had a seminal omission, may not speak words of Torah verbally until after going to the mikvah. Now, a person who's a Balkari is Tame, he's what's called a Rishon Latuma, but that's not the problem. Divrei Torah, words of Torah, are not Makabal Tuma, they're not affected by Tuma, and therefore, of course, if a person is Tame, he can learn and speak the words of Torah. Here, Ezra was concerned that Talmudic Chachamim would dedicate too much of their time to intimacy with their wives at the expense of Torah learning. And therefore, Ezra instituted something what you might call an, like an economic disincentive. He said that if a person uh, has a seminal mission, whether uh, on purpose or in, on, not intentionally, um, before he learns Torah, he must go to the mikvah. Now, nowadays, mikvahs are easily accessible and oftentimes heated, etc. But in yesteryear, it was a dis- disincentive to have to go. Often the clothes were inaccessible, difficult to get to, cold, uh, dirty, smelly, etc. And therefore, one would be disinclined to have to go to the mikvah. Now it serves as a disincentive from him um, over frequently visiting his wife. Um, because of that, so Tzikhanas Ezra says that the, the one who is a Balkari may not recite words of Torah, and that would include reciting Kriyashma, and certainly saying the brachas around Kriyashma. The mission here is going to divide um, Kriyashma into two parts. The Kriyashma per se, which is a Doraisa mitzvah, and the blessings around Kriyashma, which are just rabbinic durabanam. And the mission will say, a Balkari, if one is a Balkari, and he hasn't gone to the mikvah, Maharher Belibo, he should just think the words in his mind. He shouldn't actually speak out the Shema, he should, he should just think the words of Shema in his mind, and he doesn't make a blessing, neither before or after Kriyashma, he doesn't even think the words, nothing at all. Now, there is a machlokas in Mesechus Brachas, whether thinking is like speaking, whether or not hear her dami. And Ravina holds that indeed it is. So the idea here would be that while the Balkari may not speak orally words of Torah, by thinking the words in his mind, he will still fulfill the mitzvah on some level. However, uh, Rav Chista holds that here here we're lav kadibodami, that when one thinks without verbalizing uh, words, it doesn't have the same legal ramifications as having actually spoken the words. And therefore, thinking the words of the creation without saying them would not fulfill one's commandment on a level. And Rav Chista's purpose here is just that a person, it's inappropriate that a person should sit around idly while everyone else in Klaus saying Kriyashma, and he does not do that. So therefore, at least he should think about Kriyashma, but he wouldn't be guilty at all. As for the brachos, they're only rabbinic in nature, and therefore, once the person can't speak words of Torah and associated the Varm Shiva Kedusha, other sanctified matters, so he need not, according to the Bartanur, even think uh, about lessons of Kriyashma until after he goes to the mikvah. Valhamazon. As far as food goes, meaning after one eats and he has to bench, so benching is a mitzvah d'orais again, and therefore mavarach l'achrav, he does in his mind think the benching, 
Um, but since he did not make blessings before eating food, again, since blessings before food are just rabbinic in nature, uh, he doesn't even think the blessings at all. Now, I explained it according to the Bartanura, and uh, that's how the Bavi seems to learn it. The Yerushalmi learns this Mishnah very differently, and the Gra Paskins that way. In fact, he learns that the Bavi doesn't disagree. Um, according to the Gra, it's inconceivable. Mm, that's not true. Apologies, I can't actually go back on this recording for some reason. I think it's overstating things to say the Gra would find it inconceivable. However, the Gra understands that the rabbis did not, and perhaps would not, have forbidden one from saying Kriyashma, uh, which is a mitzvah just because of this extra issue that Ezra wanted to eat Misaken. And therefore, the Gra learns that, of course, one does say Kriyashma, even as a Balkari. It's just the brachas that he wouldn't say, because he's a Balkari, and those are rabbinic in nature. Um, and the same would go for benching, because the Mazon is a Doraisa, and therefore, of course, says the Gra, Nirshalmi, one would say it. That's what the Mishnah means. Um, but the mitzvahs, the brachas before eating food are just rabbinic in nature, and therefore one wouldn't uh, wouldn't say them. So the way that the Gra reads this, the Yerushalmi reads this, is as follows: Balkeri mahar belibo A Balkeri just thinks in his heart, meaning in his mind, the words, and doesn't speak them out. And doesn't actually say the blessings of Kriyashma out loud either before or afterwards. But it goes without saying that one would speak the Shema itself out, since that's a mitzvah d'oraisa. Bal hamazon, and similarly when it comes to the birchat hamazon, bevarach la'achrav, one would verbally speak out the benching afterwards, since that's a mitzvah d'oraisa, after eating food. Ve'enu mevarach la'fanov, but he wouldn't make a bracha beforehand uh, because of Takanas Ezra and the blessings before eating food are just rabbinic in nature. That's the Gra reads it, as does the Yishalmi. I'll come back to Allah Lamais in a moment. Rabbi Yehuda, Omer, the mission finishes by saying Rabbi Yehuda disagrees. He says, Mavarach lefneim ulachreim. Rabbi Yehuda says a person can make the blessings before and after Kriyashma, and it goes without saying Kriyashma itself, verbally, and same goes with eating food. One says a bracha before and afterwards, even though eating the bracha before food is just rabbinic in nature. Rabbi Yehuda agrees that Ezra made his takana, and the mission is assuming that's still in force. Um, however, Rabbi Yudah understands that Ezra Tzakana only extended to learning some kind of Torah in depth and not just simply reciting words, and then therefore one wouldn't be restricted in the first place from simply reading the words of Shema or the Brachas. It comes from more intense learning that is restricted until after going to the Mikvah. Now, Allah Lamaisa, we say that Tzakana's Ezra is no longer in effect. The reason why it was is because it was a Tzakana, it was a decree that the community was unable to stand up to, was too difficult for them, and the rule is that such takana isn't binding anymore, and therefore that is the case nowadays. There are many who are machmir for takana's Ezra, especially in Eretz Yisrael, but be that as it may, none of those, even the most people who are so, so careful about being machmir for takana's Ezra, would use that as a reason to exempt themselves from saying Kriyashma, which is the Mitzvah of or even the Mitzvah of the of the Brachas around Kriyashma.